short for a stormtrooper? Butter a carb? I don't understand the question, and I won't respond to it. Is butter a carb? Is butter a carb? Is butter a carb? Is butter a carb? Listening to KXRY Portland at 91.1 and 107.1 FM, and KXRW LP Vancouver at 99.9 FM, streaming online everywhere at xray.fm. I'm Megan Hattie. And I'm DJ Mommy Miami. This is Is Butter a Carb, and uh, this is an advice in music show, but this is our last live show on the radio. And that's why we're playing this sad, sad song. It's a wonderful track by uh, Wendy Renee, After Laughter Comes Tears, because uh, you're going to hopefully LOL a bunch today (laughs) and then cry when you realize that this is the last time we'll be on air on X-Ray FM. That's right. After this, what will we be doing? After this, we'll be actually launching a podcast. Oh, snap. Yeah. We we got a little break for the summer, you know, nice little vacation. Hiatus. Hiatus, if you will. And then we'll be back uh, in the fall time. Yeah. Just in time for the, um, you know, what is sad to kick in? Seasonal effect disorder. (laughs) (laughs) Crunchy leaves, apple cider. Um, Yeah, a great time to listen to podcasts. Definitely, while you're raking leaves at your parents' house. Or is that just me? Uh, They always make me do it. So, yeah, we'll talk about this later. But if you want to know what's up and want to listen to our eventual podcast you can follow us on facebook by searching is butter a carb question mark and press like then you'll know what's up so we have been talking about friendship this month it has been real uh if you want to get any last minute advice from us feel free to text us during the show at 971-220-KXRY in the booth here and we'll be happy to give you some advice one last time that's 971-220-5979 hit us up yeah and if you have any final thoughts you want to um, also just give a shout out to us or anything like that you can also go ahead and do that and your favorite memories things you miss things you want to see in a podcast from us feel free to text us as well yeah tell us your favorite shows favorite guests favorite memories have you laughed have you cried we want to hear about it (laughs) have i cried on here almost I, yeah, I don't I don't think either of us actually have. I think I got kind of close. I can't remember what it was about, but I will tell y'all if I remember. Yeah. I I don't yeah, I don't think I've cried, which is surprising given that I cry all the time. <laughs> have you laughed? Off. I've laughed many laughs. Yeah, me too. Always turn away from the mic though. That's a hot radio tip. Yeah. Don't laugh into the mic. Uh so uh we're going to start off tonight by talking about best friends. Uh, BFFs, you know, if you want to tell us, do you have a BFF? 
have you had one before have you had several i mean are you only supposed to have one what does that even mean is it realistic text us 971-220-5979 yeah and so we all know best friends you know from pop culture there's tons in movies and shows also called sidekicks sometimes um some of my favorite iconic bffs are daria and jane of course yeah i i really like daria and jane uh who do you identify with more daria i do too so i guess (laughs) it's not gonna work out for us in that regard yeah two darias cannot be bffs they just would never see each other um yeah I, I also really like um, Cher and Dion in Clueless. Oh, yeah, totally. They're, they're one of my favorite BFF pairs. Uh, but what, what is a BFF? Let's start there. How would you define a BFF? If those of you who don't know hip acronyms, <laughs> that's a short for best friends forever. I don't know. I'm trying to think of my earliest kind of connections to this term. And I think it was probably in the third grade when I had my first BFF. And, uh, you know, it felt really good to, when you're at that young age, just kind of learning about friends and what friendships are. I mean, you don't have all the answers, but like, I knew that this girl, what was Mich- her name? Michelle and I mm-hmm. were best friends. Like we knew and everybody else knew. And it felt so cool to me that everyone else knew, like they're best friends, like don't mess with them. You know, it was weird and it's like i think we were kind of protective of each other and like it was very intense did you have to have a conversation like one does when they're hooking up with people about what your terms were or was it just known that y'all were bffs i wish i remembered exactly what mine of i don't know i think it was just so natural like we had so much in common and uh i don't think we ever really had a discussion but like we had a couple of friendship bracelets which is like, you know, there's only two halves to a heart. So obviously we were best friends, you know. Did you ever have any uh, people who tried to swoop in on your best friendship? Uh, kind of. I mean, there was a little bit of tension with like, you know, girls I'd been friends with maybe before Michelle. Who like we had never maybe been best friends. But I don't know. They kind of had to get used to the fact that like I had a best friend now. You know, she was like my number one. I don't know. Do yeah. You, do you have early memories of a best friend? Um, you know, yeah. What, my best friend uh, is a homie named Krista. Mm-hmm. Um, she also is a, a you know, on, on security questions, sometimes you have <laughs> like childhood best friend. Mm-hmm. It's her. But don't look up my personal info. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Luckily, no one knows your name. Yeah, because I'm DJ Mommy Miami. <laughs> I like to keep things anon here in the booth. Um, but yeah, so Krista and I were definitely BFFs and there was definitely a little bit of drama as years went on because I've known her my whole life and now pretty mm-hmm. much since I was five. And, um, at this point, you know, we're not really about BFFs, yeah. but there was a point in our elementary school years where we would have like arguments or someone would be like, Oh, I heard that Krista said Monica is her best friend. I'd be like, Oh yeah, <laughs> no way. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. I was at her house last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so there's funny. definitely like possession yeah. of, of humans that, that happens with best friendships. Yeah, like almost dangerously so. Like it's, you know, it can be really intense when you're that young. 
So how about transitioning with best friendships? Like, at what point do people stop calling people their best friends? Um, at what point is it is it frowned upon? Is it frowned upon? I don't know. If you want to chime in again, feel free. 971-220-KXRY. That's 971-220-5979. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. It's like... I feel like you can have best some people have best friends you know their entire lives and but for me that has has changed you know as my life has changed so i don't know and then you get you get like married and you know you're like that's my best friend Uh uh-huh exactly like my parents are best friends it's you know strange but it makes sense i guess I don't know. I think your mom put it because she texted us in last week. She's our mm. number one texter. Shout out to mom, Megan Hattie, Mama Hattie. Yeah. Um, oh, Kathy. Yeah. Okay. Love you, Kath. Um, yeah. But she she was saying that when you've been through so much with someone and from like, you know, raising kids and all that. Makes sense. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think, though, that like if I were to call people my best friends now, it would be a little weird. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I used to refer to you as my best friend. Like, oh, just so you know. To. Used to, huh? <laughs> but I don't have a best friend now. Like, again, I don't, I don't know. It can be, it's, it's weird to hear someone be like, they're my best friend forever. Like, when did you know that not we, not forever. When did you know that we weren't best friends anymore? I mean... I don't know. This is weird now. Um, (laughs) Like, I think it was, well, it was a period of time when we were closest and we were doing like the most things together and we would see each other like every few days, like around the time when like we went to Mexico, maybe like 2012 Mm -hmm. or something where it was like, if I were to look at my friends and decide which one was the best, it was you. And... I don't know. I don't have a best friend anymore just because... I don't know. I mean, we don't see each other as often, but I... You're like a kindred spirit to me. And like we have, you know, a close adult friendship of two busy ladies doing their things who like love each other and... But I don't feel that that label is necessary, you know? Yeah, and uh, I think that also like I... I mean, it's it's a mutual thing, you know. I'm not I'm not like <laughs> mad that you didn't say I was your best friend one second ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that I don't know. It's it. I wouldn't necessarily call anybody my best friend at this point. Yeah. If someone asked and I had to answer, I guess I would, I would you know get an answer. But mm-hmm. it's not something that I want to go around and. Yeah. Exactly. Spread in the, to the world. It's not that you're not my best friend. It's that I don't feel it's necessary to like think about it anymore let's talk about uh another component of best friendships that people Mm -hmm. like to uh enact the friendship tattoo (laughs) (laughs) oh boy (laughs) do you want to you want to give a little rundown of of our our best friendship tattoo that never happened okay so well yeah we haven't really talked about this in a couple years so this will be funny we well, Emily, Dear Mommy, Mammy, and I um, lived in the same house. I subletted a room from her. That's how we met. And was it 2013, I want to say? Um, 
we discussed getting a friendship tattoo and thought about putting the address of that house into a tattoo which would connect us to each other and um i you know didn't really sign anything but i said like yeah yeah and then i remember you saying even if you don't do it it's still the first house i lived in in portland so it'll be special to me no matter what and so when i heard that that kind of made me think like okay if i don't do it like i won't feel that bad because i haven't gotten any tattoos since then and it could be looked at in in the way that i flaked on our friendship tattoo but here we are today we've grown from it we're still friends but it actually so no i was gonna say um I have thought about it, and one thing that kind of dawned on me that I didn't tell you is that even though I met you in this house, like, that house was way more significant to you than to me, because we didn't live there together, we didn't, you know, like, I would love to get a friendship tattoo with you, I just don't think that the address of that house is as, like, important to me as to you, so it would feel a little bit unequal, that's my honest thought about it and i remember too we were having a really hard time coming up with one thing because we were both moving it was going to be our moving away tattoo yeah so we're like okay let's get like an icon of portland and so i was like oh i really want a rose and you're like meh and then you were like i really want a bridge i was like meh (laughs) yeah i was gonna get the saint john's bridge (laughs) for the longest time never did how do you feel about that now well if i were to get it i would definitely put the address in there (laughs) but like i just never got to the point i just feel like it's a cliche tattoo now like it's not that I didn't get this tattoo it's that I haven't gotten a tattoo period um because I'm cheap and (laughs) except for your bone one but that was free that was in France yeah um but yeah it did spark me though the idea I still want to do this Uh, I want to create a zine of the stories of people who have similar stories of Uh being one half of a friendship tattoo and even just talking to people it actually is a much more common thing than than one might imagine. Really? Yeah, uh, I know at least five people who it's happened to. Wow. Um, and some was like in a couple places, a couple cases it's like sad and the person died before they could get it or something. Mm-hmm. Other cases it's That's like a good excuse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a very good excuse. Uh, they died. So, other cases it's that they saw it and were like, mm, never mind. Mm-hmm. I don't want that on my body. Or or. Yeah that they were drunk giving stick and pokes and another person fell asleep and then woke up and was like nah yeah it's like if you're gonna do it it's maybe best to do it at the same time and like feel very confident on one thing but yeah i do remember when you posted on facebook that you were like making that zine and i saw that post and was like oh my god she's so mad at me like this is uh i'm she's just gonna like write about how i flaked and like when I saw that, I was like, oh no, I didn't do it. And I feel so bad. And I mean, I'm glad that we're talking about it now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not, you know. I have, though, recently thought about what if I got a cover up? You want to cover the number? Maybe. But it was your still your first house in Portland. I know. Isn't that special to you? It is, but I don't know. I feel weird about it now sometimes. Did you do it mostly for me, the number? Yeah. Oh. But it's also so close. I don't know. Anyways, if you have a friendship tattoo story that you want to chime in with, or if you want to talk anything else about, you know, best friendships, or if you want to bid your adieu formally to us on air, you know, this is my last show uh, here on X-Ray, and I would love to hear from you. 
via, via text or, or phone, you know? So if you feel like texting me your love and adoration, mm-hmm. DJ Mommy Miami will be out the house in 40 minutes here. So send a text 971-220-KXRY. That's 971-220-5979. And uh, to kick off our little musical segment here, Megan Hattie picked out a nice little number for us. Yeah, by Dent May. This is called Best Friend. Also, if you want to give us a call in the studio, we can air your adoration for us. Uh, 503-233-X-RAY. That's 503-233-9729. Once again, this is DJ Mommy Miami's last show. And uh, I'll be coming back for the next two weeks doing interviews with local comedians. But it will not be as butter a carb. But... Just so you know. So here's some Dent May. Thanks for listening to X-Ray FM. Stay tuned. No. 
Support for X-Ray FM comes from Cardinal Club, a neighborhood bar and kitchen serving seasonal food and drink from 5 p.m. to midnight Monday through Thursday and 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. on Friday and Saturday. Located between Burnside and Cooch on Northeast 28th, Cardinal Club plays vinyl when they're not streaming X-Ray FM. More information available at cardinalclubportland.com. You're listening to Is Butter Carb, an advice and music show by Megan Hannon and DJ Mommy Miami on X Ray FM. To get advice of your own, leave us a voicemail at 9373 Help Us. That's 9373 Help Us. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, hello there. I'm Megan Hattie. And I'm DJ Mommy Miami. You're listening to Is Butter a Carb, our last live show on the radio. We'll be rebooting as a podcast this fall. Um, you can like us on Facebook if you want to know when and how that'll go down. Is Butter a Carb? Question mark in the search bar. Um, you just heard Gary Newman, Our Friends Electric, and which is quite timely because Gary Newman's coming to Portland on November 21st just in time for Thanksgiving. He'll be at the Wonder Ballroom and again that's November 21st a lot of my friends on social media are are very excited about this show and some of my real life friends too and for those of you who don't know we are a music and advice slash talk slash whatever whatever show uh, we got a couple texts, which you can always do if you want to participate in the end of the show here. You can send us a text message at 971-220-5979. That's 971-220-KXRY. And we actually got a couple texts during the break. Today, we were talking a little bit about best friendship before we have a little bit of a retrospective on the past nine-ish months almost long enough to have had a baby <laughs> but we opted to have a radio show instead <laughs> don't, not don't regret that and and um we got one text from a, a wonderful person who says i don't like the music you play on the show but that sucks that you're leaving you girls always <laughs> feel sincere which is funny i respect your your opinion except for that we play such different music all the time do you just not like music period <laughs> like for example started off with some you know doo jams uh what would you call the gary newman music uh pop some pop we're gonna have Weirdo some pop some mexican rock and roll i mean i don't know do you not like any of this perhaps we should play some smooth jazz yeah what what have we not played we played jazz a couple weeks ago chet baker um we've played hip-hop we've, we haven't played any country though uh not Uh-oh. true we have really yeah early on i played a couple songs uh, oh yeah i remember yeah ramblin uh, man you played something ramblin uh, man yeah <laughs> something else too i probably played uh some tammy wynette at some point because i love tammy wynette yeah i feel like you played the song that you always karaoke mm, your good girl's gonna go bad probably yes, that's it yeah that's a good one so yeah. anyway we have lots of music that we've played um we will be starting up again as a podcast and unfortunately we won't be able to do the same sort of um, openness with the music selection because of radio and copyright and such but we are planning some really exciting local uh, involvement with you know approval from the band so stay tuned for that that'll be sometime in the fall and how would they go about uh, following or or uh, staying in touch with us if they so choose 
you can go to Facebook and search is butter a carb question mark and press like and then you'll know exactly what's up um oh we just got another text from this person sorry I do I just I don't like the par you play too new for me okay okay fair enough We've got another text, though, too. Oh, yeah, we did. Uh, someone said, hey, DJ Maui Miami. I don't like how freely the term BFF gets thrown around. Dot, dot, dot. Hmm. It does get thrown around. I mean, that brings up the question of, like, how do you know if you're BFFs? And can you have a BFF who doesn't consider you their BFF? Uh, I think that definitely that's happened um, probably to me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or I thought someone was my BFF and they weren't mine. I think it's happened to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They might not want to admit it. Or yeah. maybe I'm just making myself feel better. <laughs> Any hoodle. I do think that uh, it's a sad situation when one person <laughs> thinks they're a best friend with the other person. And it's not a mutual feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that can be tough. Well, it's, you know, it's just like similar to dating. Where, you know... But I don't think it's as customary to have, like, the talk with a potential best friend to be like, so are we going to refer to each other as um, BFFs, you know? Um, that doesn't really happen as much. It's kind of like you fall into it. Like, when I've had BFFs, I'll just kind of be with them or with someone. I'll, like, they'll all be mentioned and they'll be like, yeah, she's my best friend. And I'm like, okay cool we're on the same page like you're also my best friend so that works i don't know yeah i think that there there are a lot of things to be said about what constitutes a best friendship and i don't know uh we got another follow-up from that person by the way hence my slight distraction (laughs) but they said i don't like the rap you play too new for me Tupac is apparently too new. <laughs> but the thing is, we don't play much rap because a lot of rap has words we can't use on the radio, so... Um, yeah, we play, we play some R&B and stuff, play some, Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. We're at, we have more <laughs> hot jams that many of y'all in X-Ray Land do enjoy, so that'll, that'll be up here in a little bit. Again, if you want to chime in on the conversation of best friendship or just uh, anything new, last words, your final words to us, 971-220-5979 love it text up a storm someone said men use quote one of my best friends typically in my experience yeah hmm hmm one of yeah one of they don't say bff <laughs> that's as much that's true that's true <laughs> i think that's like a when, when you hear the word bff uh it's often i think associated with teenage girls mm-hmm. with beaded bracelets and being territorial and like girl you know it's like this is maybe stereotypical but i feel like it wouldn't occur to a lot of guys to be like oh this dude is my best friend um but there have been best friends in uh movies and stuff like i was thinking about seth and evan from super bad like they're obviously best friends even though they never state it no, I think they do actually, but then they grow apart because they both got accepted to different colleges, and so that's kind of interesting to see how a couple of boys deal with that conundrum. I'm trying to find out here about the the origins of BFFdom. 
because in my experience i feel like i didn't know about bff until i was like in maybe middle middle of elementary school mm-hmm. but has like it always been a term that's used According to a survey in France, according to Wikipedia, which I'm quoting right now, <laughs> the BFF friendship is a concept that, that occupies a certain place on social media or in social networks. Mm. This value is reassuring, especially for the millennial generation that experiences a divorce <laughs> frequently. <laughs> I don't know. That was not a very good quote. Sorry. Sign of social success in a balanced life. Really? I do like this, though. Uh, apparently, someone named Barbara Delinsky. Do you know who that is? Nope. Well, neither do I. Uh, but apparently, Barbara Delinsky, who is an American writer of romance novels, <laughs> <laughs> including 19 New York Times bestsellers, uh, she says that a BFF is someone you don't have to see every day to still connect with, someone who loves you whether you talk often or not, someone who would drop everything and catch the next flight if you needed her. Mm-hmm. Her. Yeah. It's someone who couldn't care less where, where or what she eats as long as she's with you. That's cute. It all rings true to me and about you, except for the last part, because we're, we're both pretty picky when it comes to what kind of food we're going to be eating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we are BFFs. According to Delinsky, I'd say yes. Rubs her face. Rubs her back. Pats her back. I just patted your back. Uh, well, looks well. like we got another text actually and follow up oh. to uh, the Seth and Evan situation you were mentioning. Yeah, yeah, here's a text. Seth and Evan from Superbad are based on the real life BFF friendship between Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Yeah, Evan Goldberg is Seth Rogen's writing partner and he's not an actor. Evan's not an actor, but he like they do everything together and they, they do seem to be best friends. So like I think it's very cool when best friends can be creative partners and you know, like us. <laughs> that was a high five on air. It's true. very cool. Um, what about Paris and Nicole? Did you ever watch The Simple Life? Right, yeah. I did want to talk about Paris and Nicole. I think they were one of the most seen, uh, you know, in the limelight, best no- friendships notorious. of our of our era. For those of you who don't know, we are at the ripe, ripe youngish age of 25 and 6. <laughs> I'll be 26. Guess who's older? (laughs) It's not who you'd think. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton epitomized the best friendship. And um, they had a very famous falling out on on air when they were filming The Simple Life. And apparently Nicole Richie uh, did have an interview with the Mexican version of Marie Claire like a couple of years ago. Where she was like, you know, like, she'll always be my best friend or a close friend will be involved in my life. Um, but it must be a hard situation to have your, I mean, any relationship just constantly in the limelight and mm-hmm. um, scrutinized and everything filmed. I'm sure we've had some embarrassing moments together that would not have been good to have on film <laughs> for all to see. <laughs> yeah. Although maybe we should reboot as a reality show. Oh, okay. If you would like to see us better carb as a reality show, maybe a reality web series. Oh, man. Text yes to 971-220-KXRY. That's 971-220-5979. And then we could have like separate interviews where we talk about the other person. Oh, yeah. Like the confidential rooms or whatever. Confessional, sorry. DJ Mommy Miami just like never does the dishes. It's true. Um, I don't like 
That's king. You did the dish earlier at my house. That's a bad example, but it's because I'm in your house. Yeah. Um. Some of my other favorite best friends. Well, these are fictional. Christy and Marianne from the Babysitters Club. Um, Christy was loud and and I was gonna say bossy, but I don't want to use that word about a girl. Why? Because I've read articles saying that I shouldn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was a loud laugh. Um, okay, Christy is bossy and loud, and Marianne is shy and conservative, and they really balanced each other out, and they were great best friends. I know you don't read Babysitters Club, but I know any uh, babysitters out there? I think a great example of uh, having multiple BFFs would be Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, which totally. I did read and loved and consumed wildly. I love that series too. It was one of the only series that I read for for pleasure as a, as a kid because I didn't read much. But that was now I'm very smart. Uh, <laughs> you read read, read all the time, than. not really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that book I think was really good at showing. Um, how you can maintain different friendships with different people, no matter distance, too. Kind of touching again on Belinsky's definition of BFF. Yeah. How do you feel about the movies, though? Oh, I watched the first one and I hated it. And yeah. I didn't watch anymore. I mean, obviously, especially with a book like Sister of the Traveling Pants and any sort of film that's trying to tell seven stories or whatever at mm-hmm. once and weave them in together. Uh, if it's you're trying to do that in like under 90 minutes, it's not going to feel sufficient, you know. So, Yeah didn't like it but i kind of expected that yeah i do feel like they did a great job with casting though for the movie hmm. i'd have to revisit it i believe i rewatched it it was on like uh oxygen or something a few months ago oh uh, someone so. wants to get close and personal with with the history of dj Maya miami for a sec which i'll allow uh given do the it. nature of this final show uh, but they want to know where the origins of... Uh, so what, where does the name Mommy come from? Mommy Miami? Question mark. Uh, the name Mommy Miami came from... I was thinking about my drag persona, what my drag persona would be a few years ago. There was a, like, a RuPaul's Drag Race, like, maybe four years ago, how to make your own drag queen <laughs> on on the internet, and I did one. And, I don't know, DJ Mommy Miami just came to me... Uh, I do like that you know it has how to spell it. M-A-M-I, not M-A-M-M-Y or anything like that, which is racist and that cool. Um, yeah. But, or uh, M-O-M-M-Y. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> mommy. Well, I actually, the only other realm that I am Mommy Miami in is karaoke. <laughs> and sometimes people misspell it, which is funny to spell it Or mommy. bowling. What's that your name at bowling, too? Yeah. It's, yeah, I guess it's my public persona name. Anyways, uh, but yeah, but Mommy is a shout out to the name that people say to their mommies to their moms in spanish and miami is a just jumbled up version of mommy really (laughs) (laughs) and there's some hot mommies over there i heard (laughs) oh yeah so yeah i'm a hot mommy but not a mommy you'll be a super hot mom hopefully when the time comes (laughs) in 10 years from now (laughs) (laughs) i will definitely keep dyeing my hair once i have kids i'll say that much okay (laughs) <laughs> please play this back if i don't as proof should we play a, a track from i guess another person spring breakers who yeah spring breakers another uh, display of best friendship 
Yeah, a group of four. Totally. All right. Well, we're going to uh, go ahead, go into this musical break. One of the last here on Is Butter Carb. You have 15 more minutes with us. Don't feel shy. Text us 971-220-5979. And in the meantime, we're going to jump on into a little bit of Britney. Here we go. <laughs> Strong 
que tú vendrías a mí hoy que es así me siento tan feliz creo estar soñando cuando tú me besas así Tienes tú también, creo estar soñando cuando tú me besas así. Si te miro bien, no me puedo contener yo llamar y te beso sí, pero también tengo miedo de perder tu amor. a mí hoy que es así me siento tan feliz creo estar soñando cuando tú me besas así si te miro bien no me puedo contener yo llamar y te beso sí
This is his butter carb. I'm DJ Molly Miami. I'm Megan Hattie. This is our last live show on X-Ray. We will be a podcast. And we're really sad to uh, say goodbye, but it's bittersweet, you know, on, on to brighter futures in a different capacity. Yeah. And you just heard a song from Eat Skull, who are a lot less metal than you'd think from the name but they're playing tomorrow at mississippi studios with the renderers and woolen men and uh i'm pretty stoked talk about best friendship woolen men they seem like they're great buds pretty tight yeah (laughs) i saw them in paris one time too and uh still seem to like each other despite being on tour oh that's a feat all its own deserves a a medal in my opinion yeah so we've gotten some really nice texts um, would it be gloating to read these on air? No, someone, I think, I mean, I probably, but that's okay with me. <laughs> <laughs> Please shower us with compliments at 971-220-KXRY, 971-220-5979. What's your favorite thing about this show? Is there anything in particular that you'd like to, you know, say, say that final things? you got five minutes. Feel free to do it. Uh, but we did get a text. Someone said that, one of their favorite things. They said, happy last show. Thanks for the advice. Again, we're li- rebooting as a podcast, so you know, we'll right. be back. But Right, right. Um, they said specifically that the relationship advice was very helpful. Uh, what, what kind of things have we tackled regarding relationships? Well, that was in February. We were talking about love, right? Mm-hmm. Um, also I, friendships, yeah. Relationships. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know. We've definitely shared a lot of our own experiences, and I think that people connect with that, and it's necessary to hear people, live people, um, on the radio speaking honestly and openly in a time of, uh, you know, I don't know what the right word is. People sometimes keep to themselves and don't connect with others in public places, particularly strangers, so I think the fact that we've been able to talk to strangers every week and be honest and have them write in and call in and text in i'll love it i love it i'll miss it yeah i think that'll be tough with a podcast for keeping that up but i do look forward to still keeping in touch with with folks um that are listening that way but yeah, i totally agree that the the connections that we've made with people on air like even that a couple weeks ago we had someone who um, you know, they talked about their band and we were able to pull up their music or mm-hmm. even the guests we've had on air. Uh, yeah. That's definitely been my favorite thing is just connecting with people and having a different way to do that. Absolutely. We've had some fun guests. Uh, we had Malika Belhaj, mm-hmm. Lita Husik, Jen Tam, Silla McClellan, Carlos the Rollerblader. I don't know how to pronounce that. Sorry, but yeah, so her cool pen name. Um, yeah, we had, we've had some really great guests on with us and, um, also, uh, swag. I don't know how, what's his, what's his <laughs> DJ? People know him as swag, I think. Okay. Yeah. Swag, DJ swag. <laughs> I don't think that's what it is, but he says, uh, what he'll miss about is butter carbon extra FM is your calm, low tones a little vocal fry <laughs> thrown in the mix here and again. <laughs> Rye, Rhinus, Cheerio, check in now again, okay? 
We will. We oh, will. sweet. You can check in with us too. So sweet. Soon enough on, on a podcast. Well, you're also on Twitter, aren't you? On Twitter? I am. So we can't say exactly where, but... I think we can. Okay. I think so. <laughs> but yeah, you can you can search... Uh, is butter carb on fit the Facebook and we'll we'll plug you into all the ways to keep in touch. I am very grateful to you, Megan Hattie, for inviting me to be on the show, even though it was scary, and for um, X Ray for you know letting me chit chat up on on the airwaves, even though I didn't really know how. It's been great watching you blossom. Thanks. And, and flower, and you smell great. Thanks. And this week I do. Just want to make a bouquet of you. Um, yeah, so we can do that later after this. <laughs> uh, I want to l- close off with a little number. Uh, is there anything else that you want to say before we say goodbye? Whatever. What's the like not line in Titanic? It's like I'm just watching the ship sink. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's, it's it's not a sinking ship. We're like a plane taking off. Yeah, sorry, you're right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like, what's the opposite of a swan song? I don't know. A <laughs> uh, pigeon song. Because we're in the city. I don't know. It's been fun. Uh, I am going to be back next week solo. Uh, not is butter carb, but I'll be interviewing some cool comedians for the next two weeks. And so s- tune back in for that if you'd like. I'm going to have a real character on with me. That's all I'm going to say about that. All right. Anyway, thanks, everyone. Love you. Take care. Here's uh, Dion Warwick. You're going to need me. I'm DJ Maya Miami, and I'll, I'll miss y'all. K-I-T.